Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... We're an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you, November 22nd, 2022, 11-22-22. Hope you're having a great start to your Tuesday. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here to start your morning. Very chilly outside, but it will warm up as the day goes on. But uh, be ready for that if you're heading outside, and be ready for some Thorntons. Stop by. You're going to probably pass one on your way into your office or kids school or daycare or whatever you've got going on go on and get go inside get yourself a nice warm cup of coffee that'll heat you up maybe a nice donut they've got uh, a delicious bakery inside every thornton's uh, or if you're new to the refresh rewards app game go ahead and down that bat download that bad boy right now and thornton's is giving you a free breakfast free breakfast sandwich of your choosing and a free drink of your choosing all courtesy of thornton's just getting you signed up uh, for something that's just going to continue to provide you more free food or free drinks or discounted food, discounted drinks. And every time you fill up at the pump, it's going to be discounted gasoline, which helps. Every little bit helps. So check out Thornton's today. And remember, if you're new to the Refresh Rewards app, you're going to get a free breakfast on the good folks at Thornton's. Nick Roush, how you doing on this Tuesday morning, buddy? I'm uh, rolling. I'm calling. I'm, I'm hacking a little bit this morning. Um but, you know, just a little mucus. It, it can't bring me down, especially after last night when I know it had been real tough. We've been – haven't had a lot of wins around here, but uh, I, I got one in fantasy football, so congrats to me. I did it. I got one. Got a big one. Felt good. Felt great. Big shout-outs to Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. Ooh. Congrats. I mean, as a friend, congrats, but obviously nobody – Nobody does care, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it did. When he scored a touchdown, though, and I could have that moment of jubilation, it felt like it had been 84 years since I'd had a moment of jubilation watching sports. So we, we got to have one briefly, but it was a, it was a fleeting moment yesterday. It really, really was. We're going to talk about that. No, I know exactly. The the clinching moment in a fantasy game or when you just like – or on Sunday at 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock – you red zone is cutting in and some guy is just going off and then you realize it's your guy. It really is a special feeling, Clark. Like it's, it's fun just knowing that like, Hey, I, this game of luck, I did. Okay. 
I did right, the right. right. I, I rolled I the dice right this week. Exactly. The the fantasy gods are smiling upon me today. So I know the feeling. So I'm glad you got to to feel it. And Scoots, uh, huge upset to start this morning's World Cup action. Oh, I missed it. I thought you'd be all over the scooter. Oh, don't tell me Germany lost. Argentina falls to Saudi Arabia. Wow. What? No way. Son of a nutcracker, Fade Roush. There goes it's that got, group winner it, parlay. It's gone final, folks. Wow. It's gone final. Uh, Argentina got up one nothing. had a couple go- goals disallowed due to VAR offsides. You know that they're, everything's so technology-driven in the mm-hmm. World Cup. Made a few goals taken away. And then two second-half goals from Saudi Arabia puts them up. Huge I – mean, what a wild Group C. Mexico, Poland, Argentina, Saudi Arabia turned upside down on its head in its first match. I don't know if that's good news or bad news for Mexico. Probably good news, I would imagine. But I just need to get out in front of it and just hope Mexico goes 0-3, doesn't win a single game, gets no points, and gets their butts on back to Mexico City. Scooter Dingus guarantee Mexico will not advance out of that group. No shot. Oh, great. Here goes Mexico. No shot. I mean, what the hell, Scoots? Why would you do That's that? That's not a sure. jinxy cat. Now, Poland's great. Argentina's yeah. going to smack Mexico now. It's an. It's called an RJ. It's a reverse jinx. You took the jinx and you flipped it and reverse it. May as well call you Scooter Elliott. <laughs> or Missy Scooter. Mexico's not advancing. That's, a, that's a guarantee. Well, they. I mean, if they beat Poland, they probably are. They won't advancing. beat Poland. I heard it here. Heard it here first. <laughs> How was your Monday night, Scoots? It's good. I uh, once I eventually got home, I got lost in Louisville again last night. So that was fun. That's always fun. Um, so I got home about five thirty. I just relaxed, watched some basketball, watched Louisville get smacked around. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, the cards did. They did get smacked around. I think what is it? Two hundred and fifty nine days since their last win, if I'm not mistaken. Jeez. Um, it's been a while that Arkansas got to a point they were just doing layup lines or dunk lines uh, at one point during the game. U of L, when they gave up, they gave up in a big way. Well, it was semi competitive for like 25 minutes ish. And yeah, then and almost, then, almost 30, but not quite. And then the bottom fell out and it got real ugly uh, after that. But yeah, they're, I mean, they're just, they're horrible. Yeah. It's, it's hard to watch. That being said, Scoots, I think Eastern Michigan plays tonight against Purdue for Fort Wayne. Oh, need a win. Need a win. Eastern Michigan's five-point dogs. Oh. So, for as uh, bad as L has been, and <laughs> if they don't win any games, then you, you're in a good spot in your bet. Eastern Michigan's still only one game ahead in the bet. So, That's as wild. bad as the Cards have been, it's not like you have a, a, a great deal of breathing room, Scoops. No, and I don't feel great about it. I, I really don't. So, I need a win tonight. Let's go, Eagles. Get it done. Give me that two-point lead, and let's call it a day. If I get a two-point lead, I, I mean, this thing's all but over. I mean, I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, I think it's two bad basketball teams. We'll see. I don't think Louisville takes on Texas Tech today at three, I believe, uh, two thirty maybe. Yes, I don't think that one. Be, I don't think that one's going to be much better, especially how many, how many points can Louisville score against Texas Tech's defense? Like fifty? Fifty-one. I was going to set the bar over under at fifty for them. I'm probably taking the under. If it's a blowout, I bet they get over it just because, you know, they'll get some cheap 
easy baskets. But if yeah. it's like a 15 point game, yeah, I agree with you, Roush. I agree. Yeah, Louisville, not 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 great uh, at basketball. They're just good enough to lose to every team they play. Um, I did watch another basketball game that was pretty entertaining though. The Bellarmine Knights. They kept they they covered versus uh, Duke. Uh, Scoots was way too scared to make a wager on it. I mean, it was the scariest scaredy cat move I've ever seen in my life. I was really disappointed because that was uh, it was easy money. You know what, Nick? You know what? You can suck it, pal. Why don't you, if you want to bet so bad, why don't you either A, write some sort of legislation between you you and your your state or move to Indiana? That's the two suggestions I got for you. I didn't want any part of that game. I wasn't betting it. Scooch, Rosh, we couldn't have a worse friend to live in Indiana (laughs) from a betting standpoint. Yeah, we really couldn't. Like, is there a listener out there that sometimes just likes to throw a couple coins here or there on a game and (laughs) won't mind putting on their account and we Venmo them? Is there anybody out there? Because we're looking for a new friend. Yeah, we really, (laughs) maybe one who knows how to produce radio shows, too. Last week, I was like, hey, Scoots, why don't you bet all of our locks? I feel good about it. We'll do a three-team parlay lock. It probably would have been like, I don't know, 240 or something like that, if not better. I, I didn't actually ever parlay it out. And Scoots was like, no, not today. Sorry. I was in Kentucky. I couldn't bet it because you're all not, stupid state laws. No, oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody's like disagreeing it. with the stupid state laws. But <laughs> who, who's, I mean, that Scoots, you got to help us out. That's the whole point. All right. You hit me with the ne- next one y'all hit me with. I'll do it. Now it's going to be a loser. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a loser. But now it's been it, multiple winners, and now it's going to be a loser. It was fun, though, watching Bellarmine and Duke play basketball because, like, the the, the ball movement, uh, the like, it was it was really hard for them to get an open look. But, man, when they got him, they, they took advantage of him. And uh, always – it, it was a, it was your classic buffer zone game, TJ. Uh, they 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 kind of stayed within it, um, and I think that's actually a positive because it couldn't have got it could have easily gotten away from them, right? Um, but Bell, every time it kind of looked like it, they'd go on a run. They cut it back down to ten. Um, so good on Bellerman, who I think they played Louisville, UCLA, and Duke all within two weeks or something like that. Just a, a crazy difficult run in there but they're hanging tough hanging tough and playing playing quality basketball yeah uh it, they're fun to watch obviously they have some talent issues but uh, my, my uofl friend group roush they are at the point where uh they would rather have just hired davenport like the day batino got fired yeah because it got kicked around and right. Davenport was even like, Hey, for a year, I'll leave Bellerman and just kind of hop on over here and help out if need be. They were talking on Sunday saying if they would have just hired him and said like, Hey, two years, very small recruiting expectations, but just put out like a fun product that's going to play hard and look decent together. They're at the point where they wish they would have done that. Oh man. Which may not have been the worst thing in the world in hindsight being 2020, I, I still am sometimes flabbergasted at the state of U of L basketball. Like it, it's absolutely no reason it should ever be this bad. Even with the NCAA stuff going on, with the way they have nil set up and the transfer portal set up, Louisville should should easily consistently be a top ten program, top fifteen program, and they're not. They're one of the worst teams in college basketball. So, uh, yeah, it's not great, Bob. And then they'll probably lose today and then they'll play the loser of ohio state cincinnati or cincinnati somebody 
Uh, yeah, but probably Cincinnati. Yeah. So, so hey, yeah, rivalry game fun. though. It'll be a fun little rivalry game. Uh, we the the KRC boys did get together yesterday for our what well, we try to do monthly KRC lunch doesn't always work out that way, but that's uh, every once every two months we at least get together. But we got together, watched the USA match, first World Cup game for the United States since 2014. Uh, I had a good time. I can't speak for these two. I do wish the United States wouldn't have had just a terrible second half and instead would have came away with three points and controlling their own destiny the rest of the road. Um, but it didn't happen that way, unfortunately. I guess they still theoretically could control their own destiny. But um, tougher matches, or at least against England on Friday, is going to be tougher. But was was a good time. The bar wasn't packed, but that was a cool moment when the United States scored because it wasn't a packed. It wasn't like shoulder-to-shoulder or anything like that. Uh, it wasn't really even like necessarily a great atmosphere. But when the United States found the back of the net, the place went bonkers, uh, and it was a nice time. So had lunch yesterday. The United States did not uh, did not make not make for the happiest lunch, but I guess it could have been worse. They say yeah. that ties are like kissing your sister, and in Roush's case, not so bad. Uh, huh. Oh, we Never. could have like a, a Benjamin Watson. Who was the other guy? Moment. Who Peter Burns? Yeah, that Peter was. Did that you see all stuff. the drama with that? Oh, it was hilarious. So, like, so ESPN said it was a joke, but then Peter Burns released, like, you know, a An pretty apology. heartfelt, like, apology. Yeah. So, yeah. was it a joke? I mean, he made a joke, but one he shouldn't have made. And he yeah. kind of realizes, like, yeah, shouldn't have made that. Um, that. That, like, I feel like that's a pretty easy low-hanging fruit joke to make if you know that person well mm-hmm. and I, I get the sense that maybe only being on tv with somebody once a week for like three months isn't yeah. knowing that person very well yeah so yeah yeah so. you're probably you're probably right about that i definitely don't think like i think if what they did i thought was kind of funny um it was a little like I think maybe they could have done a little bit more to like prove like, hey, we're not actually upset about this, but we're going to have some fun with it. Um, it was like slightly awkward. It seemed like it was a joke, but some people were still kind of confused by the entire thing. I think it would have been a bad look for Watson if he would have like legitimately been upset about it or if he would have legitimately had like a reaction on air. Well, well, that's the part that made it awkward is that when they came back from commercial break, Watson and Peter Burns just weren't they just weren't there. It was like, what, 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 what happened here? Yeah, and, um, I, and I took that as a bit. And like, I, you know, I think it, ESPN did say it was a bit. Um, oh, but that was totally not a bit. <laughs> you, you really don't think it was a bit? No, I, I, I think there might have been a Chris Rock situation. See, then that's like, uh, then that's bad on Watson to like actually want to go take a break from the job you've been asked to do to cry that you didn't appreciate a joke like it's a joke yeah but like you didn't really get a text from your wife like it's not it's not real yeah and i I think the point is that it's like it was for some people that's like you just spit in his face by making a joke about his family and like some people are just they're wired differently like and they 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 take that to heart so like those people are losers i mean they just they just are like i'm i'm with you but Benjamin Watson has also been like super duper jock who has had things go his way his whole life and probably hasn't been bullied that much. So the first time he gets his balls busted on TV to make him look bad, he's a little sensitive. 
So Maybe I'm so. with you, TJ, Maybe, but I, yeah. I do get what, like why it became a, a, a big stink. No, I, 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 I think we're on the total same page. I do. I'm, I'm aware that there are people out there that are bad with comedy and take things entirely too seriously and end up making themselves look bad in the process of doing it. I, 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 I still, I don't know. Scoots, did you see the, the whole ordeal? No, I have no idea what you all are talking about. Scoots, you wouldn't say you're a big sports fan, would you? I am a big sports fan, but I don't I, like. I don't even know what Peter Burns is on anymore. I I used to watch him on that morning NFL show, but I I haven't seen Peter Burns in a long time. Who's the yeah. guy on The Simpsons? It, he's he's a SEC Network guy, Scoots. And oh, okay. DJ, this is where Scoots just isn't online enough because there was all anybody was talking about Saturday afternoon. Oh my oh, god! Dude. Wait, hold on, time out. This all happened on Saturday. How in the hell did you all see all this during everything that was going on Saturday? It was it was the biggest story on Twitter for like two hours before the UK game. So when you so, right before the Michigan meltdown and all that, or when, when they came back and won. So TJ, when you ask me if I'm a sports fan, yes, I'm a sports fan. I'm watching sports games. I'm not keeping up with sports drama. So in that regard, no, I'm not a sports fan. No, Roush said. I mean, I was just trying to get you riled up, and it seemed to be successful. But uh, <laughs> Roush, I think Roush nailed it on the head. Like you, I just guess you haven't been on the internet enough because yeah, that's I probably true. enough did see it live, although I wasn't paying attention to it. I heard them like you know making fun of the suits, and I was doing chores or doing something, and didn't see like the return to studio thing, or at least didn't notice it in real time. But the clips were everywhere, Scoots, like just on Twitter, people retweeting it. This was an awkward moment today. Did anybody see this yesterday on the SEC network? Two days ago, you had the, like it's 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 been around for a while now, hmm. a while is in a few days, but no, no big deal. I was just getting I just, a hard just time missed it. But I wanted you to kind of be the tiebreaker because I, I did think when like they didn't show back up on set that oh okay they feel like this was kind of like an edgy joke and they're just going to take it a little step forward to show like, Hey, he shouldn't have done this and he's getting beat up out back. <laughs> and then like Peter Burns did come or not Peter Burns, but Benjamin Watson did come back without Peter Burns. So then there's three of them. And he was like, you know, he was like dusting off his fist or like rolling up his sleeves. He was, he was acting like he was like, had just taken care of business, you know? And so like, that's why I thought it was all a bit, but then you had the actual apology, or you had Benjamin Watson say, you need to apologize to my wife publicly, and then Peter Burns did, which brings it back to maybe Roush is right that it wasn't a joke at all. But interesting on the SEC Network this past week. I, will I think we were going to go into full detail about it, but it was, uh, it was weird. Mm -hmm. I will say that there is no worse feeling than saying a joke that you think is hilarious and then realizing after that, oh, that crossed the line, probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, yeah. You never want to. You never want to be. That's I, why I just only tell perfect jokes. I average about uh, maybe one and a half of those a year, so it's always always a pretty bad feeling. Have mm. you have you hit the over this year? Uh, no, I think I'm under this year at this point. I think I'm sitting right at one. But but the holiday season is. Oh yeah. Tough. Oh yeah. It's gonna be tough to get through that. Mm -hmm. Oh man, you know what I realized? Scoots is just drunk uncle. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Absolutely. <laughs> it's the drunkle, all right. And my <laughs> and my niece and nephews know it. <laughs> Un unrelated to drinking, but that... so we're going to a place. Yes, let's tell the story real quick. We're going. We're going somewhere in the Highlands. Our basically our requisite for where we wanted to go was just a place that had a good TV setup, solid food, 
it, but like it wasn't going to be super crowded. Not that we minded people, but we just didn't want it to be like we wanted to be able to sit down and have some space. So the place that we initially agreed on on Mondays, they don't open till four. Eh. But, you know, you need to be open for a World Cup game, in my opinion, but neither here nor there. So we go to another place. It it fits the criteria, but we're texting because I was the first one there. I've actually ran into Roush at the other restaurant in the car and Scoots texts and he says, my phone's about to die. Tell me where you all are going to go. And, you know, I hope I make it there, basically, is what the text said. So we text him on the second spot that we're landing at. And Roush and I get there. Scoots shows up pretty much at the same time I show up. So no issues there. But throughout the course of the game, we eat. We're having a good time. Game ends. We all say our goodbyes. I mean, I don't know. Like, an hour later, hour and a half later, however long it was, we get a text from Scoots. Got lost again. Went through Cherokee Park. That was the wrong way. Went down Frankfurt. That was the wrong way. Went down Lexington. That was the wrong way. Just kept going down wrong roads. <laughs> Scoot, what what happened? I don't know. So every time my phone dies and I'm over in Louisville, I'm just like I'm like a little child. Like I I don't know where I'm going. I, I feel like I've been to all these places, but I do not know where I'm going. So yeah, I was driving through Cherokee Park. And then uh, I realized, yeah, this is not where I want to be. So I somehow got out of Cherokee. Well, then I saw Seneca Golf Course. And I was like, oh, I've been there like four or five times. I know how to get out of here. Yeah, nope. Took another wrong turn. So I took a took a turn onto Frankfurt. And then luckily I saw Porcini's, which I was, that I was there like less than two weeks ago. So I was like, I remember how to get to the highway from here. I didn't. I did not remember how to get to the highway from Porcini. So I eventually just kept on going on Frankfurt and ran into where we would get on the highway from Louisville City Games. So thank God I've been to Louisville City Games in the past because I might still be driving around Louisville. With the exception of Cherokee Park, which I still get lost in that place and I have been through it a thousand times. Uh, if you would have pretty much just gone straight on any road, any other road besides Cherokee Park roads, you would have, like you did on Frankfurt, you would have eventually hit something. Yeah. See, I, I just kept feeling like I was close. I just I couldn't find it. And the worst part was I got home and my charger is sitting right on the table by the door. So I just goofed and didn't grab it yesterday. Or none of this would have ever happened. I think we should do like a, a Scoots charity drive. Let's just get you a thousand <laughs> chargers. That way they're everywhere. Like you'll never be in your car again without a cell phone. One charger. at the or, studio, one at work, one in the car, one at home. Hear me out. Um, I know this might sound crazy, but <laughs> maybe, maybe when you don't have a phone that can hold a charge for four hours, you just you, you buy a new one. Oh, no, that is not an option, Roush. This this phone has been my baby. I I understand it. I, that's the last thing I want to get is a new phone and have to learn a new phone. You know that the, the most of the phones are generally about the same. Yeah, but they don't have the home button anymore. I still have the home button on my iPhone. Yeah, well, you, it's, it's pretty easy to figure it out. Like it's <laughs> it, it it takes like maybe like I don't know three times using it to figure it out. You're not talking not, not talking me off this ledge. I love my iPhone. Scoots, whenever you get a new iPhone and your battery will last like twelve hours, you're gonna you're gonna oh, love it. It'll, in the amount that you use it, idiot. it'll last three days. I should have done it. I should have done this months ago. <laughs> I was just so addicted to the home button. <laughs> You'll get past it. We all did. That's like, like my it's my old man get off my lawn my, mindset. Like I I want what I know. I don't want to learn something new. Yes, it's very old man of you. <laughs> 
no arguments here on that. Uh, but we are glad you made it home safely. And uh, yeah, if we could talk a little bit more about the World Cup game, uh, we need to talk a lot about what the coaches said yesterday, both football and basketball. Some interesting nuggets there. We had a good old-fashioned media fight, which is always a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a fun show. And we've already got 30 minutes down of it. So do not go anywhere. We're going to take our first break. We'll come back. Uh, we have a jam-packed Thornton's text line, as we always do. But keep them coming, 502-414-1450. And we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call of Big Sports Radio. Nick Roush and Justin Kay. We don't need no thoughts control. No dark sarcasm in the classroom. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. We're back. We're back. We're back. Welcome back. (laughs) I don't don't know what happened there. I I just uh, realized the station mic was muted, so you all couldn't hear the rejoin. That's what happened. Only, yeah, okay. I always, uh, the, the station mic's always unmuted. Things you got to do over there in terms of that. <laughs> it seems like, boy, there's there's plenty of issues. It's Thanksgiving week. Give me a break. No, no. <laughs> Between the open, the hot mics and this, scoots. The hot but, mic was not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, but it could have been. Radio's hard. Not coming back. Radio's, not radio's back hard, on. guys. Oh, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Welcome back. <laughs> what was the rejoin? I feel I feel so out of it now. Uh, it was the Happy Gilmore is the goal regulation size. Oh, great. One of my favorites. <laughs> I didn't even get to hear Gosh. it. Love Happy Gilmore rejoin. Scooter McGooter. My fault. Yep. Don't worry. Don't worry. Well, you, know, it, you know what can get us back on track? What's that? Salsaritas. Mm-hmm. It's just so outstanding. So tasty. So amazing. If you haven't tried it, we've been talking about their wildly addictive chips forever. Do it today. It's Taco Tuesday. Get right with some wonderful salsaritas. It's outstanding. They've got two locations. And I even saw where they're they're redoing a patio at one of them. So go check them out. They got one on Hubbard's Lane and uh, St. Matthew's and also one in Middletown on Shelbyville Road. Very convenient. The fresh 
uh, Mexican cantina. They've got all of your favorite uh, Mexican dishes and every way you want it, whether it's a burrito, quesadilla, quesadilla, tacos, taco salad, burrito bowl, you name it, they got it at Salsaritas. It's simply the best. It really is. It's uh, it, it's good. It's good mood food. I've always said when talking about our friends at Salsaritas, both of their locations in town, they've got it going on. Uh, all right, text on in, as we often mention the text line. Best way to get in touch with the show, 502-414-1450. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, replay the show 9 to 11. And you can find us on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. And we, uh, we appreciate all those that are listening. Okay, Roush, football or basketball? Football or basketball? You, you get to choose. Mm, basketball. Oh, you want to talk a little bit of the round ball? Yeah. UK gets back in action tomorrow, which yes. I, I am, uh, again, if you're going to keep losing, I'm glad that we're not having to like go a week without playing. So uh, not, not the worst hiatus in the world, but they'll get back to their winning ways tomorrow. They're playing a bad team. So I'm sure they're going to look good uh, because against bad teams, this team has looked pretty good. It's against good teams that we haven't been totally satisfied. Calipari says all of this is fixable. All of this is fixable. Said it on his coach's show last night. He's bothered by the losing. You know, I thought for the most part he said the things that he should say or the things that at least we would expect him to say. But he is... But just wants to know. Wants everybody to know this is fixable. Mention the teams that win championships have lost in November before. It's not anything unusual for that to happen. Roush, is that are you you vibing with what he's selling you? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there are, there are some things where I'm like I kind of turn my head, and I I wasn't listening to the call in show at the time we were doing our football podcast. Um, but when I just, when I saw the tweet, somebody said that he wants to play Lance and Oscar together. I, I did, I was like the dog gif where he just kind of like turns sure. and puts his head up like, what, well, we, huh? What? And so I don't know if he was just saying that to see if we were all awake. I don't, I don't he, know. He, he was asked what lineup he prefers if the other team has two bigs, like a big four and a big five. So How many his teams a have a big four and a big five? I was wondering the same thing. It's not something that happens frequently, but he was asked, like, what, what's your preference on a lineup when you're going against a team that has two bigs? So he was asked. He didn't say, like, okay. hey, I can't wait to get out there and get Lance and Oscar to play together. It's my secret lineup. He was asked, like, how would you combat a big lineup? How would you go big? And that's what he said. Yeah, I mean, it sounds horrible. We do not need a lineup with Lance and, and Oscar playing together more than 15 seconds. Right, right. Uh, but at least, okay, he was kind of put on the spot and just, well, if they have two bigs, then I'll play my two bigs. Uh, you know, the thing that sucks is, like, again, if Lance could just knock down that 18-footer, you actually could probably get away with that for a little bit. Uh, both those guys, you know, fight incredibly hard. They're solid defenders. Not really great defenders, but they're solid defenders. And... Oscar could score down on the block or Oscar can spread the floor, but Lance just can't really score on the block or spread the floor. So it's, I mean, he's just, he's, 
from an offensive standpoint, it's almost just a kind of a, a waste of a position. So that's why I don't think it would work. But he was asked about it, to be fair. To be fair. Uh, I, I was I was happy that I – because it did feel like yesterday there was a lot of just um, – it was like the muscle reaction you get when you're just angry. And there was a lot of – um what are we what what part of this Gonzaga loss are we going to be mad at because we should all all be mad about that Gonzaga loss really glad that I just didn't listen to the John Calipari postgame remarks there was a lot of people mad about those um because he blamed Oscar and I I'm just not going to get worked up over it because like I I I feel like if he's going to do that it's just because he knows Oscar can take it um and that, like, maybe that's how he gets Oscar to be more like Oscar and less like the the version of the guy we've seen now, which it's still really good, TJ, but it's a little bit more, uh, a little less humility in his, his game. So maybe maybe Cal's just trying to knock him down a, a peg to get him to, to gel with the team a little bit better. Yeah, Cal does that stuff all the time with his players. Uh, usually it's he's usually toughest on his best players. I still took that quote as more of like, he's been injured. He's been away from the team. He doesn't, you know, he, he didn't know the plays. Just as a, like, this is all still new. This is all still coming together. Which, again, of course, the reason fans took it in a negative light, and, and, and it's totally understandable how somebody could take it in a negative light, is because, like, Oscar's not a new player. Would he not? And he wasn't out six months, you know, he was out a couple of weeks. Did he not know the plays in the behind? Like, you know, that, that's why it was kind of a confusing quote, not trying to defend Calipari. I just took it as like a, we're, we're still coming together sort of deal more than like trying to throw somebody on the, under the bus. But if he was, then Roush, you're absolutely right. He's doing that with Oscar just to try to make sure he's motivating him. It's one of those two things. I don't think, I don't think that's the third option, which would be like problems in the locker room. You, Cal hates Oscar, doesn't like him, calling him out. Uh, so I think one, it was either unintentional, or two, it was intentional with a motivating purpose. Uh, you can choose which one of those you, you think. His quote on the fixable says, look, folks, always love a good quote that's got folks in it. Look, mm-hmm. folks, this stuff is all fixable. We've got a good team. We just have work to do so that I, I can get them moving in the right direction. Scoots, Roush, if they're if you're Calipari and you say it's fixable, what do you think is most fixable with a sizable impact? Like, what do you think is the snap your finger? You guys start doing this, the wins start coming, scoring more points than the opponent. That, that's a good start, Scoots. Would you like to go first? Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I was I was just trying to figure out how to word it, but I was going to say something along the lines of just making shots, like that's and and that that. It goes back to his quotes a couple days ago when he said, "Like I'm not worried. We're gonna we're just missing shots. That's that's exactly what it is. Like you just got to make shots." Gosh, we've had so much analysis over the history of Kentucky roll call that has come back to just that. Yeah. Where like, and it, it, it's so simplistic, <laughs> and it's borderline just like bush league radio analysis because you could probably say it really about any team, but I swear it's different with Kentucky than it is with other teams because. I think in a lot of instances, it's open shots for Kentucky. And you just, it, it almost seems like when UK is making open shots, that 
nobody could really have any big picture concerns, questions, comments, worries. Because it just looks good. It looks the way that it's supposed to operate. And like, you know, I go, people are wondering, has Cal lost it? Has he lost a step? And I, the, the, the two competitive games this season, Gonzaga, Michigan State, it hasn't been a coaching clinic from Calipari. But then I go back to the Kansas game last year and the UNC game last year. And this stuff isn't so much snap your finger like coach knows how to coach and has good game plan, team wins going away. No, so much of it is simply what Scoots just said. If you just hit shots, like everything looks so much better. The, the 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 system is operating the way it's supposed to operate when shots are being made. And a matter of fact, it can't operate without that. Otherwise, the offense does look stagnant. The offense looks bad. You're not scoring points. Um, so I, I think that's a good one. And I think it's something we've said about other Calipari teams. Just hit shots. And I do think you have to fall back on Calipari of why do you have teams that slump so frequently? Um, now, the truth is every team does slump and every shooter will go through some slumps, but it certainly seems like he just can't really put together a roster of sure thing shooters. It it hasn't happened. I mine, For me, it's I, I think the shooting will come. I just want to see a lot more ball movement. I want that stress. I want ball reversals um, to put an emphasis on that because I – for me, a lot of the time, the ball gets stuck on one side of the court and you've got a bunch of dudes just standing on the other way. If you're moving and cutting, eventually you're going to get an easy shot. Because just right now, for me, it it doesn't feel like we're making defenses work to get stops. Right now, we're kind of doing what they want you to do, which is slowing things down, letting the ball sit in somebody's hand. We're not moving a lot. And then we're taking a contested shot. Oh, ball movement goes a long way. Stressing ball reversals from one side of the court to the other. You just put stress on defense, and that that's really what I want to see because if you can start moving the ball better, uh, like there, there does feel like there's a um, spacing, continuity, chemistry thing that just isn't clicking right away. And for most of us, the, the reason for our displeasure is it's like, how, why does it look like this when you had – all of your time in the preseason, the Bahamas to figure that stuff out. Like they, they should have more chemistry offensively, more ball movement, more reversibles, more easy buckets at this point in the, in the season, instead of the typical November basketball, TJ. Uh, this is, this is spoken like somebody that's 12 hour fresh from a Scotty D game. Old Scotty Davenport. Oh yeah. Oh ball- yeah. The ball reversal king of Louisville, Scotty Davenport. That's what people <laughs> call him in the South End. Um, no, I, I, I agree with that. And, you know, it's funny you say that because Cal actually was asked uh, about, like, why uh, are we not seeing more benefits from the Bahamas trip, which is a totally fair question. And mm-hmm. I, I wish he gave a better answer than what he gave. Uh, he said that the structure of the Bahamas trip was more, like, carefree. It wasn't. They were It wasn't as like a strict schedule. It was looser and uh, said that the, the goal of that was more to just have like the team get to know each other, be friends with each other. And he said that that would help chemistry, but hasn't seen that way. Haven't we haven't seen that on the court, at least like right. uh, if that was like an off the court strategy, whatever, maybe I you know what I, I think generally 18 to 21 year olds that 
are living the life, they will find a way to come together and be buds with one another. But on the court, I mean, that was a non-answer. And I, and I really do, I would like an, I, I would like his better opinion on why you're really not seeing benefits from the Bahamas trip. For me, I, I don't disagree with either of you all. I actually agree with both of you. Mm-hmm. But I, I think my one snap, your, I think so much of this just comes back to defense. I don't think it's a very good defensive team at all. And I'm surprised by that. Wallace and Reeves, Wallace and Reeves, Wallace and Wheeler are solid defenders. Wheeler gets fatigued, and by the end of the game, he's not as good as a defender as he was to start the game. Wallace is a freak. That guy's got to be on the floor just from a defensive standpoint, let alone he does so many nice things offensively. Just needs to be more aggressive, but we've already talked about that, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that more. But Reeves has been horrible defensively. C.J. Frederick has been horrible defensively. Jacob Toppin should be so much better defensively, and it's almost embarrassing that he's not. And then Damian Collins, small sample size, but really nothing to write your mother about. And then Oscar Shibwe, it's okay. It's good. It's not amazing. Um, you know, he'll have, unfortunately, he'll have some lapses, and we saw that in the Michigan State game. So it, it, they got to just get, they got to tighten it up defensively, almost collectively, with the exception of Wallace. Wheeler's good. Again, I wish, you know, he gets fatigued and it seems like it, it impacts his defense more than it impacts his offense. But um, defensively, yeah. they're just bad. Like, it's not a good defensive unit right now. And I think once they get better on that end, and I do think they'll get better because I don't think it's bad defensive players. I, I, the top and stuff, I think, is maybe the most concerning. I just don't get how he has not turned the corner defensively yet. Um, but once they get better defensively, they'll be fine. They will. This team will be good. They'll still be, if they're worse than a two seed, I'll be surprised by that. You can write that down here on November 22nd. Uh, that being said, I, want a, I wanted a one seed. They should be a one seed. But I still think they'll be a one or a two seed. But it's got to start on the defensive end. They just, too, t- too many times they just look confused, too. Like, they, like, Gonzaga would have a guy that was just wide open, and then UK'd have to scramble, and just like that, they were out of sorts. And then when they needed a stop against Michigan State, what did they do? They didn't get a stop. Not when it mattered. Um, they the, got one stop on the out-of-bounds, inbounds play, and then Oscar you know, got lost, and they gave up another play. So just defense has got to get better. It's also kind of confusing because they're forcing so many turnovers, but yet are giving up a ton of points. Like yeah. it, it's it's the opposite of UK football. Like they're they're doing havoc stats without efficiency. Um, I'm not saying go to pack line defense because Cal. That's one way to try to speed up a game is you take your chances, feast or famine. Sometimes you come away with the ball. Sometimes your defender misses and you're back to playing four on five. But he may he may want to tell them to reel it in a little bit and and not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Maybe until everybody else gets better, you got to do that because, like, CJ Frederick and Antonio Reeves have a tough enough time defending their man on the one on one. They can't play makeup defense or transition defense. Like, they can't go, oh no, Kaysen's gone. Now I got to go pick a, or do I stay with this guy? They just get lost. Was, um, was the, the, I want to go back to the quote you had earlier, though, about the Bahamas. Was that from the call in show? It was, yes, early in the Colin show. I, that's just like I, I understand that line of thinking to a degree, but like you can like players, coaches in general are coaches who don't have a ton of rules like curfew and stuff like that, but when it's time to do your job, you you do your damn job. And that that that's that's disappointing to me because I just 
I feel like there are times with this team where it's like every opportunity you have to take to try to get better. And I know that like they they just lit up opponents by knocking down a bunch of threes, but like that should have been a time that you really focused on. And and he at least mentioned it then, like defensively being a good sound team, and they're not even at that right now, you know? Yeah, well, when you take scoots making shots, yours moving the ball around and getting the offense moving, and me defense, um, shooting, ball movement, defense. Well, if a team needs to improve on those three areas, probably yeah, that's the whole team. team. Yeah, that's yeah. basketball. Like you, you do those things, and and uh, every team will need to to work on those. So yeah, it's a team that's got a little ways to go at this point. I'm still confident that they're going to get there. And one thing we have to remember, alluding to what or coming off of what you just said, Roush, is like, let's see that Gonzaga game should help Kentucky. Like in the, we may not know it when it happens but Mm -hmm. going to that environment should be good for uk at some point this season it should help those players those players should grow from that i'm not going to do like the cliche corny like you lose or you learn but you should that that should have an impact somewhere in the season where like hey we've played in tough hostile road environments you know what we've played pretty poorly in tough hostile road environments and hopefully they can think back to that run they made where they got it to four points and think like listen we had we can we can fight and we can find ways to be successful in these environments. You just got to find ways to do it more consistently. And that Michigan State game should at some point hopefully have an impact on UK. Close games, how to finish out close games, how definitely not to finish out close games, more and uh, more relatable with that one with UK and Michigan State. These early season games should pay dividends somewhere down the road. It's unfortunate, though, because nobody just snaps their finger and says, like, ha, that's where it fixed. That's where it matters. That's where you were helped by those learning experiences. But they will, and it's still early in the season. And like I said, everybody, we just you got to you got to have an undefeated December. You do that and you go into January with two losses. Everybody's going to be fine, right? Nobody's going to be grumpy. I wouldn't think so. We'd be saying, yeah, you know, you probably figured the Gonzaga loss and then maybe they stumbled up one other place. Michigan's a bad basketball team. If that one to be if that one's just close, I'll be honestly maybe a little bit concerned. I think this team just needs to beat like a halfway decent team. So I guess I'll just take a win. But that one, a loss there would be devastating to at least my big picture concerns. And then the UCLA game, I, I don't think they really do anything that should should concern you too much and again a neutral site game uh, those are two winnable games you're obviously not going to lose to L. Uh, you shouldn't slip up to anybody else on the schedule you got to go undefeated in december and then you're right back to where this thing should be i, I do appreciate the conversation we've had today because it is much more of a like we we've, we've swallowed our we've taken our medicine it was very difficult and under normal circumstances we probably would not be having these kind of four alarm fire panic conversations, but it all goes back to the stat that Corey Price had that since the start of the 2015, 16 season, Kentucky is 16 and 25 in neutral site road games against top 25 teams. Like we just haven't seen as many wins in big games as we're accustomed to as Kentucky fans as good. You, you, you shouldn't be like, that's a 39 win percentage. You yeah, should, uh, you should, like, at worst, you're 50-50, right? It should be at least a coin toss. But no, it's been bad. And we 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 haven't seen 
We just haven't seen it. So there's a lot of building frustrations and every little thing is amplified that much more when you're at this point in your Kentucky basketball fandom. And like that 2019, 2020 season was a, or 2020, 2021, excuse me, was a complete disaster. And like, not that it needs to be excused. It absolutely does not, but that's going to skew stats, at least for me, or at least I'm like, they picked I mean, up a ton of losses that season. It's it, and I'm sure like five or six of them were from that season alone, right? But even even if you threw that season out, even if you, I don't know what the numbers exactly would look like, but I am smart enough to know that it probably wouldn't be up to you. Not probably, it would not be up to our expectations for UK basketball. So Cal's got to do a, I mean, he's got to do a better job of that, and he can make it easy on himself by just winning. But they're they're taking their time. They're figuring things out. We didn't anticipate that to be the case this year, early in November, but as we've been quick to point out, and as Cal mentioned yesterday, and it is true, it doesn't make us all feel better, but like this whole, all that matters is March. The Kentucky could win out come March, and if they don't make the Final Four, people will be absolutely as livid as they were on Monday morning. If they are an eight seed, and it's a very 2014-esque, but then they get hot and they go on this miraculous run, nobody's going to care what happened at Gonzaga on Sunday night in November. The issue is what you just said, Roush. We're just sick of losing these games we're excited about. And uh, Kentucky basketball has higher expectations than that. I went back. Uh, they were 1-4 that year, um, road or neutral site against top 25 teams. Uh, beat Tennessee at Tennessee. Um, yeah. And so. Lucy's got some thoughts about that, don't you, Lucy? What do, you, what do you say, Luz? Are you being shy? Oh, yeah. Good, good take. And I think that's a good place to end the the first hour with that that take. I think that kind of actually says it all. Uh, short and sweet and to the point. I, you don't need the microphone anymore. You're done. You're done. You cut off. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hour two, Kentucky Roll Call coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Don't go anywhere. The Big X return. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. We appreciate you listening along. Well, Roush, we went pretty long on the basketball side of things, so that means it's football time. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the, the sexiest quote is going to be on what Stoops, when Stoops was talking about nil. Uh, the current state of college football. If you have anything additionally you'd like to add, I know there was a lot from the press conference and addressing some of the senior day stuff. So we can get to it all. Uh, but if you want to start with the nil, we can start there. Or if you want to, wherever you want to go, football 
football boy. Football Frank. Um, I do think it's um, – well, before we get to the, the nil quotes, I just wanted to point out Senior Day Friday, and the list had – it was, it was, it was, it's always eye-opening. Who's on it? Who's off it? Ramon Jefferson, not on it. That's a good sign that he's going to get a medical waiver and play next year. Um, Stoops isn't setting anything in stone, but that's what that's what's going to happen. J.J. being on there, I wasn't surprised by DeMarcus Harris and Taj Dodson. Those guys feel like that, you know, they've been here a while, probably going to hop in the portal and play two years elsewhere. But J.J. was a little surprising because – I mean, he, he's been here four years. He's been solid, but he's just been solid. And if he leaves now, he's a day three draft pick where if he returns, he could potentially have a big year and be a early day two, maybe even a day one draft pick. So that, that, that surprised me. It doesn't set anything in stone, TJ, but it kind of shows you where his head's at right now. Yeah, it wasn't uh... – wasn't there somebody that made a similar decision last year? Uh, Dare Rosenthal. But I don't know if he went through senior day stuff. I know Jacquez Jones, though. He's the most notable guy that walked at senior day last year and is doing yes. senior day again. That's who I'm thinking of. It, yeah. Like Because when he did that, people were like, oh, well, hmm. But he eventually decided that coming back was in his best interest and the best thing for him. And it, what's the big deal if you get another senior day, I guess? The, right, right, right. It's not the end of the world. So I, I was, I, I think JJ really could benefit from yes, just staying healthy, you know, uh, staying healthy, putting on a little bit more weight. Uh, he, he, I wouldn't say he's had a bad season, but maybe a little underwhelming. How many sacks do you think he's had? Does he have any? Two, and it was early on in the year. Yeah, he hasn't hasn't been a big, and he's he's fallen on a couple fumbles. He forced one, but the the playmaking hasn't been what we anticipated. So, um, I just hope he's not not leaving, going to another college. I I wouldn't think that that would be the case. Um, which that brings us to Mark Stoops, uh, kind of raising his voice on the 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 coach's call in show. Uh, last night, um, you know, he, they, they talked about his contract. He said it multiple times yesterday that if I could give it to these guys in the collective, I would, which uh, one one person on Twitter pointed out, it's, it's almost, if only he had a bourbon company that could be a shell corporation that could donate money to the collective. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but he said, you know, with name, image, and likeness, it's just a different world. It's absolutely insane what's going on. Transfers, your own team. You know how many people are going after our young players? We have a good freshman classes I've ever had, and it's like a free-for-all. They're just throwing money. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't understand. It doesn't seem healthy. I'm not sure it's sustainable, but it's legal. Once again, I'm sorry. I hate to ask, but we need the sport. We need it desperately. It's total free agency. Um, and the other part, when asked about recruiting, he's like, signing day is coming up. Some of the best recruits we have are the ones we know that are here, that can play, that are amazing young talents and are getting approached by everybody. It's mass chaos. Yeah, I I don't this is what everybody agreed to. Like you know, players having to sit out a year before transferring was the most egregious and terrible thing in the history of the world. And uh now that's what that's what that opens up to. I really don't think the problems would be all that bad if people still had to sit out a year. Um and I, you know, 
do I care if people have to sit out a year? I know. I think it's kind of, I think there's kind of a fun aspect to all this, but coaches hate it and they're furious about it, but this is what everybody, this is what everybody wanted. And you got to find ways to deal with it. Roush, well, what do you think the answer is to Stoops? Cause I've got a take, but I, you know, I want to like, I'll go ahead. I'll go. Um, my take okay. would, my take would be like, call either you got, you got a couple options here. One, call them out. Just call who? Who who are the people that are because tampering is not legal. You know, while he says this is completely legal, the nil stuff is, and people transferring without having to sit out is legal. But you can't like a coach of another team just can't be in open communication with players on a current team. Well, the the, the problem is TJ is that it's all done through middlemen, and so they're like, and and he made the point too, like. Who's enforcing it? Even if you call somebody out, there's probably possible deniability. And two, who's who who is going to be the one that actually gets them in trouble? And three, you don't want to be you also don't want to be the one, not crime wolf, but like Satterfield whined about it last year. And nothing's gonna happen except it makes you look bad. I, I think that's where he's at. I'm not in. I'm not in a point of like call them out to have to get them in trouble or to like have something done. But I think when when you put the spotlight back on somebody else, one, it could hurt them in the recruitment of said player. It, it may have them stay away a little bit. But if Stoops was just like uh, Michigan has been blowing up Walker on a daily basis, we think it's unprofessional. He is still playing with us this season. If they want to have some conversation with them after our season's done, we totally understand that. But it, it's just not the way to – like that would, one, get Kentucky in the news. Two, that would probably make Michigan's middlemen at least maybe back away momentarily or temporarily uh, or potentially permanently. Uh, that's one option. That's one option. The second option, I think you're going to probably agree with more, is deal with it. Like, do what you got to do to keep these people around and then do the same on the other end. You you, you better go to the best AAC players, the some of the – some power five players on terrible teams and you better start telling them what they can be getting at Kentucky, especially positions of need. We need to reconstruct that offensive line. So you got one of two options Two, call them out and let's get them in the spotlight or, and I think more people would agree with this one is deal with it. Make sure these people yeah. don't leave, make sure they feel warm, welcome, and most importantly rich by staying at UK. And then you go do what other people are doing to you. If everybody's doing it and it's chaos and it's a free-for-all and all these things, well, then be better at it then. Well, and, and that's the thing, TJ. That's why you can't call people out, too. It's like Jimbo calling out Saban. You know, you call one person out, and it's kind of like, all right, look in, look in the mirror, right? Because you're probably doing some of that similar stuff. Um, I totally I, agree. I totally – that's a great point, and I agree yeah. once you say that. But then, you know, kind of don't whine about it. Then, Well, in, in, in my thing, too, TJ, is – I do understand that there's probably like the long-term consequences. I don't know what there's going to be like, but I do think like you might get some crazy burnout. Like, you know, you might have Saban step down three years earlier than he anticipated. Like there, there are some long-term consequences to all of this that we just don't know. Um, but in the short term, it is solvable. It is fixable. And really like I, I know that there have been a lot of like, ooh, is Bama trying to get Barry on Brown? Like, all of that stuff, I actually heard it. Like, I I, I was 
I was pretty confident that that like I, that Kentucky wasn't going to lose any of their star guys in that freshman class. Um, now, I, and, and, and Stoops is going on his soapbox last night. I don't know whether to get a little concerned or if he's just complaining that he has to go through and jump through all of these hoops again. Like I, I don't know how much of it is a legitimate concern versus. He just is sick and tired of having to recruit his own players, which, I mean, I, I do kind of get to an extent. Like, I'd be like, damn it, we, we got you to sign last year. We really got to do this thing on the song and dance again. You're going to have to do it. And, you know, when I mentioned AC and mid-majors and then bad teeth, go after, like, Alabama people. Go, a- go after Georgia people that feel like maybe they're not getting playing time. And uh, go after everybody. If they're going to do it to you, do do the same to them. And – I get that it's annoying for coaches, but what what can be done? You know, unless yeah, they come up with the rules, what could be done? And what even rules could they make that would actually work? Right. <laughs> I, I don't. The best way I to do know. this, and there's zero chance of this happening, so it's not going to happen, is just to have it be almost like gentlemen's, hey, during the season, mm. off limits, even your middlemen. Like off limits. Uh, if the middlemen want a middleman and talk to like businesses and companies, they can do whatever they want. But coaches, let's actually coach the players during the season. And then the day the regular season's done, hey, you do what you got to do to make your team better for the next season. But every that, that's because even if you make rules about it, you could just go around it like you have for decades. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I, I'm not sounding a ton of alarms um, just yet on all the like, as I think a lot of it is Stoops is just venting his frustrations, and also being like, yeah, it would, I would love to give some of this this money to the collective and make my life a lot easier, a lot easier. Couldn't you just be like, pay me less and let's have a significantly bigger assistant pool and thus more players will want to come thus better nil uh like, you know if you really wanted to get technical with stoops uh wanting to give away his money yeah and i don't yeah yeah yep you're right like, like oh stoops if you're i mean if you if, if you're really all about this like why, why doesn't kentucky football have a top five offensive coordinator in the country and then bada boom bada bing maybe Maybe things start getting better. He he had some quotes during the press conference. I thought he had a really, really good press conference. I didn't get to hear the coach's show, um, but I thought he had a really, really good press conference. I like that he owned up for some of the early season struggles. I like that, you know, the the contract extension, he basically said, you know, they're kind of embarrassed with the loss to Vanderbilt. But he owned up to a lot of that stuff. And then I thought his answers about, you know, when you when you make a promise, when you say you're going to do something, we're going to do it. Uh, it's a dude that we had some concerns about what this offseason, what was going to happen this offseason. I think any, it's still going to be a really interesting offseason, make no mistake about it. But anything with Stoops, don't be concerned about. Because, um, you know, I, I, I think he means the stuff that he's saying. So but I think I feel feel confident that he's going to be UK's head coach for the foreseeable future. Of course, there always are those dream jobs. I I, I don't see it happening for Stoops. It, Kentucky's kind of in this comfortable spot where 
well, it's a comfortable spot that comes with some consequences. It seems like have are we are we peaked as a program at ten wins, or can he take that next step? Uh, but it also has allowed stability and Stoops to be around because maybe if Kentucky had taken that next step, Stoops would have been gone when they did it. So who, who's to say about all that? But I do trust him when he says he wants to be here. So any it, while this offseason is going to be fascinating, it's going to be with Mark Stoops as the head coach. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it is going to be a fascinating one, folks. Just you wait and see. Um, but I kind of want to see what's over on the Thornton Tech line, TJ. Yeah, I do too. Thornton's, we love them. Shout out to Alex Cupper and Kelly Leonardo. Remember, you can see the gas prices before you go to the pump with their app, and then when you're on their app, they're going to give you, like, buy one, get one, 50% off. You never know what it's going to be, but you'll find good deals. So check out Thornton's today. Uh, let's see. I put the little logo next to where we left off. <laughs> Still scrolling up. Don't see it. <laughs> oh, here we go. If you get handled by Michigan, is it time to panic? Yes, I will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, again, at that point, you'd still have three seasons to march, so I guess it'd be silly just to, like, give up. Or, But at that point, it'd be like maybe the, these collection of players just aren't what what we thought. But I don't see that happening. I hope not, at least. Michigan's not a great team. It's pretty crazy that Mark Few has more DUIs than national titles. That That, that is a good point, Texture. Texer says, Cal Tucker was very critical of Cal on Twitter, which I think is notable as he is the ultimate UK basketball insider. I just don't understand how this experienced team that went to the Bahamas can be so disorganized. Yeah, well, that, is, um, that is noteworthy, though. Like, as much as we like to give Cal hell for being a, a basketball team mouthpiece, like, he he did not pull any of his punches in, in the postgame. Hey, I like that he's the basketball mouthpiece. It gets out pretty good information, and if it all is coming from one source, it is what it is. But uh, he was. Kyle was, and I don't think anything he said was really untrue with his criticism. So, um, But the texture to answer your question, how it could be so disorganized, whether fair or not, Oscar had been out for five, six weeks. Wheeler had been out for a couple weeks. And Collins had a, a tragedy and was away for the team for a little bit. So whether you think that's a fair, that is fair or not for a reason for disorganization, it does exist. It, it should be brought up. Outside of Oscar, who on this team is consistently playing well? Case and Wallace defensively. Yeah. But, but even like, off, a bit offensively, you know, he's he's had his moments. He's a freshman, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, consistently, it's that that's <laughs> – that's the problem, right? Um, Wheeler's been mostly consistent. I'd say he's mm-hmm. been as consistent as Wallace. They just impact games differently. Um, but yeah, with Wallace, it's like we're we're holding him to a to the expectations of some of these older guys, which isn't fair to him. But so far, he's probably met those expectations yeah. as well as anybody else on the team in terms of like, can you know, getting better, improving. You can. Make it. He has an excuse. You know, this is all new to him. The other guys, not so much. Mark Stoops getting the bag now has pressure to deliver. The bar has been raised. It's been slightly raised just because they took out those automatic escalators. But um, I also think that's just the cost of doing business in the Southeastern Conference in the football league. It is, and there there is some truth to it that like. You know, Stoops, if this is an underwhelming season, then this is the bar. This is the underwhelming season. Don't do worse than this. Uh, We wouldn't want that. And 
I don't think that's a horrible spot for Kentucky football to be in where we're all a little like <sighs> with a seven win season, mm-hmm. maybe eight after the bowl. You never know. Yep. That's what would just be ideal if they get got to beat Louisville. Got to beat Louisville. Yeah, it's a big one. Sheesh. We're just not a good basketball team. If we expect to feed Oscar in the post every possession, we're not going very far. Reason Frederick have to be scoring threats for us in order to have a prayer in March. Yeah, the offense sometimes gets way too focused on trying to feed Oscar. And you think back to that Kansas game, UNC, sometimes last year where the team was playing its best with Oscar on the floor, it wasn't so driven on feeding him, getting him his post touches. It was more getting the other guys the ball, and then Oscar being the quote-unquote afterthought was just your, your lethal dose of there's nothing you can do about it. And then once the team got injured and the shooters started missing shots, it became more Oscar heavy. And the team, you know, as much as we may not want to say it, I think part of the answer is to this offense is don't force feed Oscar. Let him get his through rebounding and whatnot, but don't have the offense run through him. It doesn't look good. No, no, it is not. Does not look great, Bob. Um, Ooh, I love this text on the Thorns text on. It's just thoughts. And it's a Derek Terry tweet. Um, Cal is absolutely washed playing Livingston Collins and where together. What is he even doing at this point? My thoughts are, I, I wish we had this Derek Terry, the hot take Terry on the scene when he was on the beat, he, he's, he's taking the gloves off now that he's no longer a big J and I, I love it. I love every single second of it. I also love Derek Terry's takes. This whole announcing remote ain't it. Sounds like these announcers are announcing from Mars. I don't know what game they're talking about though. Why can't we just enjoy a big time win as a fan base? LOL. I agree. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, um, somebody sent in the Cal Tucker tweet. We addressed that. Texter says, Matt Jones says Cal has gotten out coached two games in a row. Agree or disagree? Disagree. I think he out coached uh, whoever that game on that Thursday night was. Oh, yeah. Definitely did. Definitely did. That, uh, that coach South got Carolina the, State. Yeah. yeah that, that, that coach ran got, circles around him. Got the business in that one. No doubt, of, <laughs> no doubt about it. Oh, the dress street, Timmy, like he's unanimous player of the year and give him all the calls. And yet Oscar gets hosed. Yeah, come on. Can we get can we get some Oscar Shibwe benefit of the doubt? Yeah, maybe just chalk it up to it was their place. Maybe we could make the case if it was in Rupp Arena, it would have been Oscar getting those calls. Uh, I don't buy that because Timmy always gets that treatment regardless of where he is. Not ready to play again. Not a surprise. Well, then. I hope you're betting against the cats. Be making some money. Hmm. Lots of lots of money. Which, um, by the way, I did see the other day. Uh, I forgot what Houston. So who 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 was it that said they're just blindly betting Houston this year? Is they're covering machines? Was it one of you all? Mm, don't think it was me. I didn't say that. Oh, then it was it was one of my friends who's just like I'm just every game blindly betting Houston because. They're just going to beat up on a ton of bad teams and cover. And so far, I think uh, they're one of a dozen teams that is covered in every game they played. They are a really good team. I have a future for them to win the national championship, mm-hmm. but they, uh, yeah, they're they're really good defensively. It's kind of night and day watching them play defense versus the Cats. Sometimes UK plays good defense, but just not enough, not consistently enough mm-hmm. for our standards. A texter says. John here. Hey, John. Good morning, oh, good morning. everyone. Okay, Mahomes and Kelsey might be the best QB tight end combination of all time, and that is all I'm going to say about that. Hmm. Hey, the basketball cats, I feel like we don't have that guy who is without a doubt the best guy on the court. 
we have a pretty good team with talent, but we just don't have guys like John Wall or Anthony Davis. That seemed to be the missing ingredient. What do you guys think? We'll got to go talk to you later. Oh, also Arkansas looked. I mean, I know it was against U of L, but their length is insane. They're they're going to be really good. Uh, and they're um, not completely healthy either. But also uh, Brady and Gronk. Oh, good yeah. one. Pretty good. I give the nod to Mahomes and Kelsey. I don't. Even, you can make a case that Mahomes and Kelsey aren't even the best Chiefs quarterback tied in. Yep. Tony Gonzalez and Trent Green, baby. No, <laughs> no. Trent Green, Trent Green, and which quarterback? Trent Green's even a Hoosier, and I'm not backing that one up. I I would say without a doubt, Tony Gonzalez is a better tight end than Travis Kelsey. No shot. Oh, man. When, when Travis Kelsey's all said and done, he will be miles above Gonzalez. Gonzalez is great. Kelsey, Don't get me though, wrong. Like, if you're just going about production, like Travis Kelsey has played basically receiver. Like he's just a big receiver, whereas Gonzalez had to do all of the, he had to do a lot more dirty work. Oh, John Elway and Shannon Sharp. Oh, Brett Favre and Bubba Franks. <laughs> yeah. Call the park, Bubba Sparks. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Big Bob Tom. Big Big Bob Tanya. Oh, Dallas Clark and Peyton Manning were pretty awesome, too. Ooh, and Peyton Manning and Jacob Tammy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got to be Tammy and Manning at at Denver and Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Now we're we're talking. Now we are talking. These offsides in the World Cup are just getting out of control. We're trying to get people to like soccer. You're trying to grow the game. This is not it. Nope. Saying it, saying it, Pancho. Um, another texture says, Cal is clearly washed, no offensive sets. What's our record against uh, relevant teams as of late? It's awful. That's the bring that up. That that's the texture who very, very much a Cal hater from way back in the day. Yeah, and then there's also uh somebody made the point like, you know, I'm I'm watching other college basketball. I mean, they're not running a ton of sets either. They're just getting open looks because they're moving the ball better. It's like, yeah, like you don't have to – if you move the ball well, then you don't have to run plays to get people open shots. But like just setting screens and making crisp passes, like putting bodies on. Or if you don't put bodies on them, slipping to the basket. Like Kentucky's getting beat on easy backdoor plays. And have you ever seen somebody cut back door and think that they have a chance to get in the ball? Like there's just very – if you're going to focus on fundamental stuff, and not get like all big picture on us, Cal. At least make those good, right? right. Like, come on, let's come and on. And also with the, uh, bringing it back full circle now to segment number one, make shots. Offense looks a lot better when the shots go in. You know, you can you can cover up maybe if somebody's going too much one on one or things are stagnant if the if the shot falls. A texter says saying Case and Wallace has looked amazing is an exaggeration as well. Been good, but he can't ever beat his man off the dribble. I mean, he can, but doesn't do it maybe as much as we'd like. He'll get there. He's a freshman. He's yeah, he, five he, games he, into his college career, pal. Um, uh, the 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 stats, the numbers so far on Kaysen have been generally good. Uh, he's eighth in the country in steals right now. Uh, that's a positive. He's shooting. Gosh, Twitter. Uh, let me complain about Eon. The, the way I got to look up stuff now, really pain in the butt. Um, when you go how's to search, it, how's it even any different? It it goes by handle first instead of uh, 
So like if I want to look up Tower Thompson, I have to type MRS first for Twitter handle instead. So it throws me off. But uh, Wallace is eighth in steals, three point four a game, shooting fifty eight percent from the field, fifty three percent from three, has more steals than turnovers, seventeen to twelve. Like he's been playing well, and we know that he's going to get better. So like he has been probably the the brightest spot of this early season suck fest. Yeah, Cal will figure it out after we've pissed away the seed to get to play the yum in the NCAA tournament. I'm just glad that you're saying that we haven't already done that because that's just a hilariously dumb take to say. But you're saying that it will happen, mm-hmm. which in which case, that's just a prediction. And you could very well be right, Texter. A Texter from Kirby says, we are expecting this team to be good because of their experience and talent. Does anyone on this team have winning experience? I look across the board and all our vets have either – not made attorney or have lost a lot of games. Do we have a losing mentality? Mm, I like this take, Kirby. Like you're getting getting a few steps down the road, and that's that's the kind of like yeah, we didn't think about that aspect of it. Uh, CJ Frederick, he was injured a ton. He never played in. He didn't play in a ton of big games at Iowa. Um, Antonio Reeves played on a losing team last year. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, Kirby, I worried about just being able to close out a big game against Michigan State. Um, and they were not able to do it at all. So something to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. That's just something, you know, there's, it seems like too much individual talent for that to being a, for that to end up being a huge factor, but so far, so not good. Uh, let's get to our final break, TJ, but I've got some, I want to play conspiracy theory when we, we return. Oh, um, who doesn't love a good conspiracy theory? I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in. Let's do it. You won't hear it anywhere else, folks, except right here on Kentucky Roll Call on the Big X Sports Radio. Sing us a song, you're the piano man. Sing us a song tonight. Well, we're all in the mood for a melody. And you've got us feeling all right. Welcome. To Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. No, the guy with the rubber glove was surprisingly gentle. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. I bet there are a lot of Shady Rays being worn at the World Cup uh, because it's a international successful company. Uh, of course, started right here in Kentucky, and their focus is helping Americans. Their sunglasses can withstand sun from all over the world, Roush. Polarized sunglasses that you look like would have probably a big price tag on them, not at Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com, see what I'm talking about. They have over 200,000 five-star reviews. You can use promo code BIGX at checkout, get 25% off. And then you've heard me talk about the replacement pair promise. You break them, you lose them, you just want another pair. You can pay a small processing fee and get your order sent right back to you. And they have a 30-day money back, no questions asked, guarantee. You get them, you don't like them, it's not what you're looking for you'll get your full refund, easy peasy. And every order at Shady Rays, helping feed hungry folks throughout America. An amazing company and perfect this holiday season. You, get, your, get your significant other some Shady Rays. You all won't believe what I did. So I was out of my Shady Rays for three weeks, left them at my sister's, right? 
got them back from her on Saturday at my mom's Thanksgiving, proceeded to leave my mom's Thanksgiving, rocking my Shady Rays, feeling great, life was good again, left them at the Friendsgiving that I went to after my mom's. What a dingus, Scoots. My good goodness. Just get yourself together. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah, at, some, at some point, you're just going to have to grow up, buddy. <laughs> I refuse. Uh, Somebody's just not an adult. It's a real shame. It's a real, but you'll get real them back, shame. though. You'll get them back. And Another three weeks. Don't forget that promo code, Big X, and you can get 25% off your next pair. Uh, Roush, what's this conspiracy theory? Uh, well, it's it's we're gonna have to go to Bowling Green, and we also might have to go to Montana because uh, Dante Allen will not be available while an eligibility matter related to his previous school and conference is clarified. We hope to have the situation resolved soon, is what the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers tweeted out yesterday. Uh, UK said they're working with WKU to resolve the issue, but. Dante's, he's not the only former Wildcat that's dealt with this issue this year. Remember Cleveland Thomas? I do. He went to Kentucky for four years, played football with the Cats, and then uh, transferred to Montana State. And they had to release an almost identical statement a few weeks back. I don't know if he has since become eligible or not. I need to look at that. But, hmm, there's a lot of... A lot of eligibility stuff here. I'm wondering. Huh. Well, UK had some eligibility issues with their football team to oh. start this season. I know Dante Allen's a basket hooper, but. Chris Rodriguez, yep. And uh, and uh, Jordan Wright. Hmm. Yeah, Cleveland only played in one game this year because of that. So, you know, maybe maybe a lot of folks were on the UK healthcare plan. Yeah. Connecting some dots. Goodness. No. UK healthcare always very very crowded. The the one by at least uh, Conterras where I lived in college was it mm-hmm. just the employees? Are they the, the most employees any hospital ever? Yeah, uh, well, especially when you're employing the basketball and football teams as well. It seems 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 to be. Yeah. Well, you know, just, just whatever we got to do to get ahead of nil. Which, by the way, yeah, like how is that even a thing? Still, like if if. Yeah, if they just want to pay them to not work, just, you know, have them do a commercial. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, just something I thought I needed to throw out there. What has uh, – I wonder what Dante Allen's done so far this season. Ooh, good question. Let's uh, let's check and see. Um, Ooh. Hmm. Western lost to Akron badly. Yep, uh, he's averaging eight points and two point seven rebounds per game, shooting forty seven percent from the floor. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Forty four percent from three. Okay, how many yeah, minutes? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, minutes per game, he is at twelve. Fourteen and a half. Or no, that's at home. Twelve point seven. Only twelve minutes a game. Yeah, it's actually not a lot. No. Not a lot at all. That's kind of. Yeah. But one 40, of those games was against Kentucky State. Forty-four percent from threes from pretty good. Yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, hope hmm. there's not any more that's going to impact UK. Yep. Fingers crossed. All right, where are we at on the Thornton text line? We are at the texture that says, "Which is worse, the recent Stoops contract or Jurch's contract with Bobby 
I mean, the thing is, is like this is, I mean, the dollars and cents of it, Steve, are uh, kind of what you pay for all-time winningest coach in an SEC program. So there was somebody who really got Mark Stoops on the call-in show. Did you hear that? No. He asked him, "How to? Uh, what's it like to work in a profession where you get uh, rewarded with raises for underperforming? I'll hang up and listen. Oh, what's Stoops yeah. there? He took the high road and was like, you know, we're obviously not where we want to go. There's been ups and downs, but uh, I'm here for the long haul. Um, and I do, I, I do at least appreciate that Stoops was like, you know, they've been working on this for a long time. By the time the lawyers and Jimmy figured it out, uh, shout out to Jimmy Sexton, it was the Vanderbilt game. And, uh, you know, didn't want to announce it after that. <laughs> Did uh... – that, that's that's an interesting interaction. That person had to be very committed, lied to the call screeners, and mm-hmm. then still got through and was able to to get that comment out there. That's wild. That's wild stuff. Uh, so is Lane Kiffin going to be the Auburn coach or not, Roush? Shoot me straight. Gosh, what a great Twitter night. Uh, yeah, he definitely is. But, like, that TV reporter is just such a dingus TV reporter. Like, no offense to TV reporters out there. Um, we, we are big fans of your work. But, like, Even it, like that, that was probably going to be the plan, and it still may be the plan. But putting it out there, and, and then also noting that Auburn hasn't officially offered him the job. Like, what are you doing? You admitted, well, this is what is going to happen, even though it's not official. Like you're giving them such an easy out. I don't know. I don't know what he expected. Maybe he was just looking for to be the first on the scoop. But like, that's just not how things work. Yeah, I. Uh... It then made Lane Kiffin have to tweet out, you know, no, what are you, your sources are wrong, news to me, well, stuff like that. He, he typed out basically that guy's tweet, but reworded it that he's going to a different TV station, but the new TV station hasn't offered him a job, which is very hilarious. Like when you put it in that kind of black and white context, because here's the thing, it's probably a quote unquote done deal. But yet, like, they aren't going to make any, like, Lane was just like, just wait till the season's over with. As soon as the season's over with, boom, we'll, we'll do this. And so they got to wait till the season's over with. Like, that's just how these things work. Yeah. It, uh, interesting move. I don't think it really has so much an impact on UK. Should make Auburn better if it were to happen. But, you know, Ole Miss, I think, would have a chance to, to struggle a little bit. But both don't directly impact UK. But, I don't think we got to talk about this on the show, but doesn't look like there's going to be any more divisions in the SEC. No pods, no divisions, just one, one, one standings. Yeah, and the 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 person that had that out there too is um, I, I'm not a he's a radio guy that tries to be Mister Insider. That's that's also going to come down the pike. I just don't know. Like that that always felt pretty inevitable. Um, I'm I'm just assuming we're waiting until. The two new teams get here, and they can agree on an actual how, how to schedule it yet. Because I, I think that's been pretty abundantly clear when they've talked about the future of, of how they're going to schedule things. I'm not crazy about it. I think the pods would be better. but uh, And if you're going to keep expanding, I, I, I almost think that you're going to have to do something more closely related to that. But we, we'll, we'll, we'll have more time to talk about that another day. Uh, let's get back to the text line. 502-414-1450 is the number on the Thornton's text line. Uh, I believe we're at the part where they said, Wheeler ain't it. Time to give the keys to Wallace to make Wheeler a role player off the bench. 
the sentiment shared by many. Um, another texture says, I think it all comes down to just, there's no dogs on this team. Oh, oh. They just whiz themselves whenever it gets tough. I'll use a different word. You would like to see some of them. Yeah, I mean, kind of tough to argue that at this point, or at least you haven't seen it. Somebody just say, hey, I'm going to take over. Hasn't happened yet. I think Oscar thought that when he took that really bad jumper against Michigan State, but that was just a really bad play. Uh, I think it all comes down to the – oh, we got that one. Wild timing on the cr- contract extension, but got to give Stoops that cash or he bolts. I really believe that. Notice the recruiting was very good until pay-for-play became legal. Well, I mean, look at the class they just brought in. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Pretty good. Now he's trying to keep them. Mm. Trying to keep them. Uh, I like my eggs and my QB scrambled. That's from Steve. Steve Young? He scrambled a lot. Last two years, we are 38-26 and 26 in basketball with the only big win being Kansas and including a loss to St. Peter's. Love, Cowboy. What do you guys think is happening? Uh, yeah, again, it's no surprise to anybody that the 2020-21 season was really, really bad. I uh, had a bad collection of talent, but even the talent that it did have was injured throughout pretty much the entire season. Um, and it was coming off a pandemic year, which was seemed to be more impactful to freshmen than it was to other players as well. So we get it that that season was really bad. Um, I think people are just going to keep lumping that one in to like other stuff. Let's talk more about why this season's not so good. Yeah, it's not. It's just been a lot of bad. Been a lot of bad. But hey, we get to take down uh, Scooter Dingus's North Florida Ospreys tomorrow. Scoots, did they ask you to call this game? Come out of retirement for it? They did not. I did. Did I tell you all that was my first gig in broadcasting? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was well, like, I why would he? North Florida Ospreys. Yeah, I, I was. I was wondering. I was like, why did he say that? Now Flip I'm more. Flip now Flip. I'm more Ju. Ah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're either Ju or UNF. There's no in between. So I would. I would oh. lean Ju now. Gotcha. Uh, what do we got on this next one here? <laughs> I swear the Genesis ad says they're giving away free always pads. LMAO. They weren't blaming you, but until this year, you kept taking up for Cal. But I think you're also starting to realize he's washed. Uh, no, I mean, I'm I'm still thinking the season's going to be fun. It's going to be a good season. You all yeah. do this every year. You did this last year at the beginning of the season. It ended up being a great regular season until injuries at the end of the year. And, and unfortunately, it went out with a horrible, horrible bang. But, I mean, you all do this anytime things get tough, anytime. You just whine and you cry and you just want things to change and you'll do it with the next guy too. You all just constantly don't want to take problems head on. You just want to cry and whine about them. TJ, why do you like the Kentucky basketball coach? What's wrong with you, you idiot? Like you just do. I mean, it's like you all, every, any chance you get, you all just cry and you whine. Um, it's a long season. So, I, it, but they're going to do that every time. So not surprising. BBN is fed up. Quit blaming officials, TJ. We're Kentucky. We should be above that. Pitiful excuse. You're right. Kentucky lost to Gonzaga because of the officiating. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's exactly what we said all day Monday. We were mm-hmm. just calling out the refs. Um, really surprised we don't have a lawsuit in our hands. We were so, so critical. Our uh, offensive struggles are extremely concerning, given our experience. I just don't see an offense that can cons- consistently produce good looks against quality opponents. I know we'll improve, we'll win some big games this year, but it's frustrating to look so far behind at this point. I agree with that. 
Frederick uh, just does not look up to it at all in the big game in the two big games so far. Really hope he figures it out because if not, we're in bad shape. Reeves just needs to be more of a ball handler scorer rather than a catch and shoot guy. But I don't see it happening. We need to find a way to get Jacob Toppin better looks around the basket. He just needs to make them. Reeves, I've been just surprised with on both. Yeah, I, yeah. I you know, from a shooting standpoint, I thought he'd be able to hit threes. He's done a little bit of that in some sample sizes, but not consistently enough. But I thought he was going to like live with that floater, Roush, be able to take that step, get by his guy, and just right once he gets near the free throw line, a little bit inside of it, just throw that little floater up and it would go in. He hasn't done hardly any of that, and especially not against quality opponents. When Texter says, do we have the talent? One pro, maybe two at most. Let's the players of schools they transferred from. Illinois State, Rhode Island, Iowa, Georgia, etc. I don't know why we think they will be stars. Yeah, in but, basketball, you know, like there, there's really good players at all levels of basketball. Like, correct. Uh, I mean, same thing applies to football. Um, like, you see where some of these dudes get drafted. They're from all over. Uh, so, like, I don't care that Reeves was playing in the Missouri Valley. You have to be pretty good to average 20-plus points a game. So, it's there. But to the earlier texter's point about not having a lot of winning experience – a lot of them, they're, they're like every game they're playing in is the biggest game they've ever played in in their lives. So there is a degree of like, all right, you kind of need to numb yourself to the bright lights before you can shine in them. And right now, uh, we're looking more like deer in the headlights than anything. Things would feel so much better if we didn't poop the bed against Michigan State. Oh, yeah. totally true. Oh, man. Just Everything like, would be, and nobody, I mean, not nobody, the same losers would still be crying after Sunday night, but they would be as nearly as dire. Yeah. But, you know, they shouldn't have lost that game. They, I mean, had they gave up won. two dunks to force overtime and a second overtime. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not like a contested buzzer beater that, oh, it's a tough shot. Like, dunks. Yeah. I wonder what our snapping is like in practice. Are the snaps fifty bad 50% of the time? Because that's what it currently is on field goal attempts. Sheesh, Louise. I do also wonder what practices are like. Like, because you'd have to be confident enough to be like, hey, folks, this has been really embarrassing. We're going to get ridiculed to Bolivia if we don't get this stuff figured out. You guys got to show me this week that we've got it figured out. And there has to be some sort, you would think, like you, you wouldn't go do the national anthem thinking you knew the lyrics or like having a good feeling that you knew the lyrics. Uh, Although there's always been some funny videos that go viral when that stuff happens. You would say like, I know these lyrics. I know that I'm going to crush it. So I'm going to be ready for it. I can't imagine Stoops watches the special teams and it's, you know, mostly bad as it is on the field. And he would be like, we're ready to go. I'm ready to send those guys out there. So they have to be doing well enough in practice. One would think, but holy smokes, when the bright lights are on, it could never ever get worse for Kentucky special teams. No. It's muy malo, muy malo. Um does feel like the transfer portal has been an equalizer for talent across high major college basketball. So Kentucky doesn't have the advantage that it used to. Also feels like everyone is joining the 21st century offensively except for us. Love Cal. I know this might sound fatalistic. I don't know. Something just feels off. We need to modernize our plan offensively. And some of it just comes down to making shots. Got to have the shot, the the ball go into the hoop. Mm-hmm. Oscar doesn't know the plays, according to Cal. What an absolute joke. Having eyeballs tells me that we don't run anything sophisticated, and Oscar's been here for two years. Oscar, like, how, how, here, here's the other part, too, TJ. I know we said that it's probably him, just Cal, just trying to get on. But, like, 
what if Oscar is just a guy who doesn't like I, I've been on teams where guys don't know the plays. They've never been as good as Oscar. And so they didn't play. But like, what if he just doesn't know? Him? And it's like, uh, it, yeah, I mean, it could probably, be a real problem, right? Yeah, the, the offense looked amazing at times last year when he was involved. I don't know if that was him not knowing the plays and it still looked good. Um, a lot of this is just overreaction. Crazy that Cal just rolls the ball out has become 100% true. See, like that's what we're talking about. Justin, while work is obviously important to live, I advise you take some time to yourself. Life is meant to work, but also make memorable experiences. You got to live life. Thanks. Yeah, Scoots. Thanks, Plumley, bro. I appreciate your wise words. No kidding. Life is more about the more than just work. Good grief. I can't take a vacation every two weeks. Huh? You got to just, you got to remember sometimes, Scoots, it's best just to let your hair down and, and live a little bit. I yeah. live. I live plenty. I just, L-I-V-I-L-N. L-I-V-I-N living. When you're on your, when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to say, I wish I worked more. No, I'm gonna. I, I promise you, I'm gonna say the same thing I'm saying now. Wish I worked less. Uh, yeah, also, yeah. home home is where you make it. The texter <laughs> just wants you to remember those things. Live, laugh, love. So is Barry and Bama legit? I'm sure Roush has heard rumblings. How about Stoops just gives him two million to raise to him and his fam? Yeah, I think uh, I think Barry and Brown is going to be doing just fine after this year at and, Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Woo. His radio show comments tonight didn't sound too promising on keeping some of the freshman studs. I didn't take that as so negative. Like I almost, you know, I took it as like, yeah, we're, our ears are perked. We know that we're no people are hunting our guys, but I didn't take it as like a concession. Yeah. Like the, the more I think about it, um, I think he's just trying to make sure it's abundantly clear to everybody what he has to do now. Cause he thinks it's ridiculous. Uh, but he's doing it like he's well aware of the situation and is doing it. It just pisses him off. That's kind of where I think he's at. NCAA football got pushed to 2024. Told y'all wasn't coming in 2023. Games always get pushed back two to three times before they come. Here's here's my hot take, TJ. The internet cares way too much about this video game. That's not going to be very good. Wow. It's just it's just going to be very. It's going to be an average video game. Pretty embarrassing. It would take them so long to get a video game out there. We just don't want it to be like Madden, but with college. It's like, why? You're missing out on money. They uh, said it's that. more shocking when a game comes out the, uh, on its first announced date. Uh, Duke went through the motions and beat Pesky, the Bells of Bellarmine. Duke had nothing to play for, and this was the Bells Super Bowl. Why isn't Scotty playing against Rick Patino's team? Isn't Rick one of his best friends? Interesting why that game isn't being played. Probably because, does I mean... Well, I would probably would worry that they could lose that game. Yeah, and and like neither team would benefit financially either. It would, and I doubt Rick Pitino would come to Louisville. Uh, I don't know how uh, the how that would even work can out. Can I just say that I would love to see it? Like, oh yeah, that place. You, you imagine? I bet I guarantee you, Bellerman's tried to get Iona to come to Freedom Hall. A place would yeah. sell out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Man, I miss Rick Pitino. Need uh need more Rick Pitino in my life. Well, he'll probably now that all the NCAA stuff's one hundred percent behind him, you know, let's say for some reason Bill Self was like, I want to go to the NBA tomorrow. What would stop Kansas from just being like, Hey Rick, you want to coach here for five years? It's gonna happen. He's gonna be at another big job sooner than later. 
Hmm. Like big, like big job, you know, uh, be a national player again. So we have certainly not seen the last of Rick Pitino in big games, March Madness. Just hope he doesn't beat the Cats, you know. John here. Good morning to all. Gosh darn it, I feel I like Feast Week. Feels a little like March Madness. You're at work, but there are all kinds of games going on. It helps the week go by faster. Hey, I had a question for next year's basketball roster. Who is eligible to come back as of right now, and who do you think will come back? Pretty sure. Talk to you later. Yeah, I, I think everybody. Everybody could. could come back if they wanted to. But they probably won't. Reeves said, has said that he'll go. Um, a lot of people think Oscar will go. Toppin, I don't, you know, what would he get from another year of college basketball? Uh, Collins will always be intriguing to NBA teams, so that'll be something to keep an eye on. And then you got to remember what else is coming in. Wheeler's done with basketball, I'm sure, or college basketball, I'm sure. Uh, you're definitely losing Wallace to the pros. Livingston mm-hmm. is an intriguing pro pot prospect. So it's going to be a, a, a big roster switch there, John. Scooter, mm-hmm. do you need me to send you a car charger for your phone? I wouldn't turn it down. I'm not going to stop you if that's how you want to spend your hard-earned money. But like, Scoots, you just keep one in your – just keep it in your car. No, for, I know. Like, ever. Like, I have just this old blue one that's been in my car for like three years now. I'm a, I'm a child, y'all. Sorry. Favorite bro. Thanksgiving dish, most underrated Thanksgiving dish. Okay, Plumley, bro. Yeah, we we don't have we don't we don't have time for it. Uh, I thought it was a joke, but I wasn't surprised. And, and I if and if it wasn't, and I was Benjamin Watson, I'd be more mad at the two other guys laughing at the situation and making jokes about how upset I was. Peter Burns was trying to be funny and didn't know Watson would get offended. The other two guys knew whether or not it was serious, and they were making fun of him right to his face. Yeah, but you don't like if you get mad about that, you deserve to kind of get made fun of to your face. Mm-hmm. Salsarita is so centrally located that even the dingus could find both locations. God, I hope so, at least. I may not Sound like you, you nearly ran into it on your, your travels out. I may not be able to find it, but I could smell it and I'd follow my nose wherever it goes. That's a good way to end the show. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. We'll be back tomorrow. A UK basketball game. Get you ready for Thanksgiving and all that fun stuff. This is KRC, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Wednesday. Yellow submarine.